Gentlemen, boys and girls, pop goes the world by men without hats. Get ready. This is going to be stuck in your head for, I promise, three weeks. Isn't it so good? Yeah, I kind of hate you for it, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> oh my God. So this is Pop Goes the World by Men Without Hats. I have had this freaking song stuck in my head. It's been stuck in my head for freaking a week straight. Yeah. And all I'm doing is walking around my house whistling. <laughs> you know? I hate you for it because there's an unwritten rule about the song. Is when you hear it, you keep that shit to yourself. Yeah, but it's hard, man. And actually, you no, put no. it on blast Hold in on. every single avenue, and every. I, I th- who follows that rule? If you got something stuck in your head, the first thing you're gonna do is be like, "Hey, I've got this thing stuck in my head," and you try to spread that for sure. On on a regular song, "Pop Goes the World," that's <laughs> the champion of shit that sticks in your head for like weeks. It's because it's a synth. Mm. You want something to stick, you add good synth. Yeah, and. So many movies have been used. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So like, you remember? Yeah, it's kind of like a classic. Like, hey, we're friends now. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> rom com. Um, first off, Amar just showed up to my house, guys. Uh, tanned as hell. Yes, sir. I'm a surfer, dude. You know, it's funny. Sad. There's so many times you come to my house where you look like a different guy. Sad. Like whether it's a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> or a friggin' super tan. Yes, sir. You smell like campfire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're on one today. <laughs> yes, sir. Sad. Uh, <laughs> You're like surfing, man. I can't tell you. <laughs> this guy who was surfing once, and he picks up all the mannerisms of a surfer. Uh, it was amazing. I uh, went west coast, Canada, to Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> he can't stop. Uh, this guy can't stop. <laughs> yeah. I uh, went to Tofino. Tough yeah. city. Little Fino action. Uh, there's a song uh, called Let, um, uh, Going Surfing in Tofino, and it is a great, great, great who's song. Who's it by? I don't know. Some, we just heard it on the local radio, and it's been yeah. stuck in my head. Say, like, going surfing cool. in Tofino. Uh, anyways, Tofino is like, um, uh, if Toronto <laughs> is New York, Vancouver is LA, Tofino and like Vancouver Island is uh, like Hawaii. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, I've heard this. Actually, I heard it from you. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so are you good at surfing or what? Uh, yeah, man. I stood up. I did like one lesson, a three-hour lesson, 80 bucks for a three-hour lesson and rentals for the day. That it's, is it's amazing. Tired. They know you're going to get tired. I feel yeah. like every time I surf, oddly enough, I almost throw up because of exhaustion from just paddling out there. Where'd you go surfing? San Diego. <laughs> was that yeah, it? Sad. Like, that's like the home of surfing, man. <laughs> it San, is. <laughs> San Diego. I went, um, was it Mission Beach? Maybe Mission. It was in Encinitas. Encinitas. Yeah. The names are just made for surfers. That is. Like, hey, you want to go surfing <laughs> Encinitas? Uh, yeah. A- amazing trip. It was beautiful. I went with my, with my friends, Corey and Chris. Um, Who are two women. Both girls. I don't know. How do you get into this situation? I have a lot of friends that are girls. How do you go on a trip as a guy, okay, as a single mm-hmm. guy? Mm-hmm. I could tell you my entire life. I've never been invited on a trip with two girls. I, uh, You know, we'll talk about that today. Building trust. You got to build <laughs> trust. Okay, but you're going to answer that question, right? Yeah, building. Tr- I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk about it later. <laughs> well, I want to know. It's just such a bizarre thing that when you said Corey and Chris, I'm like, "Oh, nice. How, where are these guys from?" And you're like, "No, no, no both girls." I'm like, "Because they got like unisex names, right?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Both girls." First off, the, as a guy, okay, yeah, as a guy, on, I want to know: is the dynamic of this trip not completely different? Because as a guy, when I hang with my guy friends, mm. and one of them's like, "Hey, I'm gonna bring my girl. I'm gonna bring my wife. Whatever," it's automatically different. Mm. Like, like how, how so different? The hangout, like we can't be as immature. We can't like tell. And I'm not saying we're, we we talk about bad stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like as a dude, like I don't know. Maybe one, I'll, one I'll of answer them. for you. Um, on this trip, because I have a this stupid ass rule that I've made for myself. I hate this rule. I hate this rule so much. I don't fart or burp in front of my friends, especially girls. I don't fart or burp in front of girls. I don't know how to burp, but yeah. I don't fart in front of girls either. And that 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 is a change of dynamic. As, as, yes Like yes. in front of guys You can It's just a little easier it. to fart Just rip it Yeah Well also I will say I've discovered gas Have you ever heard of gas X? No Is it's it like this, gaslighting? No 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 it's like <laughs> this um, It's like a tum 
Oh yeah, yeah. Like for like, oh sh- no so, way. So you eat it. It's like a tom. You eat this thing, and any sort of bloated feeling you have from either drinking or eating oh. goes away. Do you know how many times I've been like out, or I'll be out with a girl, and I'm like, holy shit, man! I just I don't know how to burp. I'm full of all this gas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take one of these. Apparently, it absorbs the gas and puts it through your bloodstream. I mean, look, I've already done enough purging in my stomach. I don't want that shit to go in my bloodstream. No, no, it sounds Just more bubbles. It, of it sounds so intense. You got like, like fart blood. Yeah, fart blood, bro. <laughs> it sounds more intense than it is, but apparently, you get really bad breath, like legit fart breath. She. And I was like, oh, huh? gross. It, that's the thing, man. Better, There's no better. perfect medication. You know, it's all these weird side effects. Yeah, your farts will go away, but then you have fart breath. But when I first heard this, I'm like, where the hell does the gas go? You eat a tablet and just magically the gas is it's gone? It's got to go somewhere. Yeah. So <laughs> I asked my buddy who like knows everything. He's like, oh, yeah, it actually uh, breaks down the gas and puts it through your bloodstream, but you get really bad breath. I'm like, huh. Hmm. But I'm like, the trade-off is better because I could just brush my teeth or I could use mouthwash. Wear a mask. Keep and, that and, shit and in your own environment. Mouth. But I don't think it actually smells like fart. It just probably just gives you bad breath. But it's better than being a legit fart. There's something about making a fart. Like, <laughs> this isn't where the podcast is going. <laughs> there's something about that that is just, like, unattractive or rude or whatever. Yeah. That that I'm so far into this that I'm like, I can't do it in front of girls at all. My my, my literally butt won't. Yeah, it just clenches. My ass won't fart yeah, when yeah, the girls yeah. around. Yeah. So that's the only dynamic change that I... Wait, do you guys room together too? Yeah. Man... How? Like, I'll tell you I, how. No, 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 I'm not even saying that from a creepy standpoint, but the dynamic is so different when it's kind of coming off as a no, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, think about it as a dude, you have your own things when you decompress at night, okay? Yeah, like uh, taking a shit, man. Yeah, taking a shit, jerking off, say what <laughs> you need to say, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> say what you need to say. All I'm saying yeah. is, is when I, when I go on a trip, a hotel room is so important to me because. I can't, literally, we've, we just talked about, it. I can't fart in front of girls. I definitely can't shit in front of girls either. Yep. So I go into the bathroom full of all this gas and I've got nothing to do with it. Oh, buddy. That is the most uncomfortable time of my entire life. All right. Uh, okay. So I don't know. I don't even know how to answer this. Uh, well, the, but the, I'll the, answer in, in certain angles. Okay. So let's say the shit, right? <laughs> yeah. Certain angle. Because um, in the room, like, let's say you go at like midnight. It's just quiet. Everyone's sleeping. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, I got a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and I will toot my own horn, have the confidence in myself to go up to Corey and Chris and be like, look, look listen, here's the thing. Every, like, we're going to eat the same things. So we're probably going to go to the washroom at the same time. Okay. You guys are going to go pee more. I'm, I respect it. Okay. <laughs> but I will always have to go to the washroom last. There's no ifs, ands, or buts oh, about like- it. I seal the deal. I finished the washroom. And, you know, for the whole week, uh, they respected it. I was the last person to go to the washroom. You know? And, I just, and the reason, because it what? It smells? What are, what are you trying to do here? It smells. There's explosive sounds. There's just, you know, there's you realize a lot going on. Just because you go last, it doesn't mean sound isn't Oh, the I, I know. But then you turn on the fan. That's already like, a, you know, a quarter of the sound's gone. You turn on some uh, YouTube, some Euros. Some soccer match. So it sounds <laughs> it like, literally sounds like a soccer match. <laughs> it sounds like you're at a sports bar every time you take a shit. Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, it's good. Uh, however, there was a moment when our friendship was tested, man. Our friendship was Which tested. Which is expected, okay? Because yeah. So a portion of this podcast where we're going to talk about, like, look, every time you travel with a friend, everyone's like, oh, how did it go? Because so many friendships get ruined yeah. from traveling. Like, I've been there. I had one of my best friends from high school... We went to Japan together, and it's never been the same. Yeah. Never. We were, like, best friends in high school. Go to Japan, and he wanted to do all night stuff, and mm. he wanted to sleep more of the day, and I wanted to do day stuff and not put so much pressure on night. Huge. Big difference, right? Yeah. But it's like, we're in a country. I don't want to sleep all day and just drink and have you hung over the next day. That was my rationale. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, we just never ended up clicking during the trip, and I actually flew home early. These are things... You, you've got to, like, make sure that you talk about before the trip. And I know it seems weird, and I know it seems hard, but the whole, like, hey, what do you expect out of this trip, you know? Are we doing more nightclubs and stuff, or are we going to the Van Gogh Museum and, and checking out more, you know, daytime stuff? Because that difference actually yeah. breaks things. But there's so much that could happen. Okay, let, let me give you yeah. a few, like, examples here. You're traveling with a friend, and one of your friends meets somebody. Mm. 
Now the dynamics are a little, oh, they're going to travel with us. Well, hold on. We never talked about that. You can't just bring somebody on. Yeah. Right? So that's one factor. Another one is they're just in a bad mood. Um, they didn't get to eat what they wanted to eat. Mm. They're, 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 your your uh, energy levels are different. Hey, let's keep going. Let's check out the, the Eiffel Tower. No, I'm tired. Let's sit. Yeah. Now more fresh. There's just so many places that frustration can grow. Budget. Budget is a huge one of like... The budget you could sort of figure out before you leave. Yeah, but there's some people that like, they don't like to spend money on, on trips and other people who just want to do the most like, let's say if you have a full-time job. You only have two weeks off in your in your life in your in your year. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to spend it up. You want to live lavishly. You want to do as much as you can. Spend all the money. And someone else, uh, who let's say travels a lot, just wants to hostel his way through okay, or her so, way through. But again, you, that's a difference. You figure that out at the start. You better. I don't do hostels anymore. Yeah, like I, I'm sorry, but like. But you're, you're right. The things that come up, like let's say someone meets a girl or someone meets a uh, meets a guy. Um, I think it's up to the person who met the girl to be like, let, let's say you meet the girl. Right? We're on a trip together. Yeah. You meet the girl. Yeah. It's on it's on you to to come forward and just be like, hey, this is what I would like to happen. I, w- I, I think we should, uh, you know, I would love to travel with her. Um, and then if I, for some reason, I won't. But for some reason, if I'm like, Nah, that's pretty shitty. I just wanted. I no, no, no. You're, you're adding in. You're adding in a, a step. Yeah. You're you've added in communication, which is key. Yeah. What, what you're saying huge. is you're communicating. This is something that popped up last minute, so people aren't going to be like, "I should do this." Oftentimes, you're on a trip, you meet a, a foreign girl, and it's like, "Oh my god, man!" Like mm. a foreign girl, like it's just so much more intensified because you're mm. in this beautiful part of the world. You don't really know about each other all that well. It's just a very magical experience. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know if communication is going to be like, hey, my boy is like not cool. Like that's great friendship, but I don't know if that would. Yeah. Like, like, okay. So, so a few things you've already mentioned budget mm-hmm. and communication. Mm-hmm. Absolutely essential. The other things are, um, you got to secure commitments. Oh, so, Hey, tomorrow we got to be up at seven cause we're taking the bullet train to here. And if all of a sudden I go out, I meet somebody and I, Hey, don't show up, up. Yeah. and I don't show up. Well, now that commitment's been broken. That is where tension is going to grow, and that is on me. That's huge, right? So, but then what happens is you bring that up, and they're like, "Why are you being such a boss? Like, we're here to have fun. We're here to travel. Yeah, and then, man, relax, take it easy." Yeah, but that sort of mentality ruins everything. Yeah. When they start, in a small sense, gaslighting you and saying, "Like, relax. What are you so uptight about?" It's like, no, no, no. We already planned this trip. We had su- commitments in place. Yeah, yeah. And now you're just gonna like change them and, and and put it on me because I'm not being I'm being too uptight. Like, yeah, and and the, that that goes back to like in the beginning of like, like it's true though. Sometimes there are Sorry. there are trips that you should just be more relaxed and more like less planny, right? If that's the intention going in. Yeah, but if you guys had a plan together, and right. you got to take that bullet train at seven a.m. Yeah, that's pretty shitty for them yeah. not take that. Train. Man, love love makes people do crazy things. If I meet a girl in Japan, <laughs> I heard the greatest I heard the greatest quote yesterday. Yeah. It said, "If you're up at 3 a.m. scrolling on social media or on TikTok, mm-hmm. you're one of two things. You're either in love or you're alone. And I don't know which one is worse." Isn't that crazy? Mahatma Gandhi. If you're in love and you're up late, it's because something is wrong there. Oh, I didn't get to see them. There's a communication thing. Or you're alone and you're wondering where can I find somebody else? Jeez. You know, so when you're overseas, you and I are on a trip and I meet this chick that just gets me and we're we, we're in the best place with the best food. There's an illusion. This perspective comes into play where you're like, this is the person. So I'm going to miss that bullet train Yeah. for this. But don't you think also it's a little on me? I know the rules don't say that it's on me. Let's say you meet on the girl. On you? Yeah, let's say you meet the girl. Yeah. Don't you think it's a little on me to be like, wait, 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 hold on. This is Dan's once in a lifetime type of experience. (laughs) You know, know, honestly, like, it's like, uh, am I not coming in between this and this beautiful, like. No, I I disagree. All right. I think somebody, somebody has to hold the plan to plan. If you start going, if you start going wishy-washy and going, okay, well, you know what, Dan, now we miss our train. Then we miss our reservation. We get to the hotel late. Now we're tired. The next, it's a it's a train or um, a domino effect. Yeah, and this girl turns out to be a scam, and she's like, yeah, yeah. you t- know, she took your passport. 
And realistically, you got to factor in, you meet somebody overseas, like it's very not likely that you guys are going to remain together after the trip, right? I know, but man, meeting someone overseas is like such a beautiful... It is. Because you, you share this like really unique experience. Yeah. Of just like meeting in, in somewhere where neither of you guys know. Your, mm-hmm. your lives were, were never meant to cross. Like I just think it just has to go back to reminder that you guys are real close friends traveling together. And it should be a little bit on each of you to kind of, you know, give each other the... I agree. You know? So so maybe go with the flow a bit. Go with the flow a bit. Because nothing is worse than traveling with someone that's like, we got to do this at 7 o'clock. And once we get up at 7, we have breakfast at 7.10. We got to be out of the hotel at 7.45. It's like... that's at 7.20, they're over your shoulder yeah. watching you eat. Like, that's that's even probably worse, yeah. to be honest. Um. But it's interesting because I look back at my my sort of uh, uh, trip to Japan and um, and where it went south. Mm. And it was fine at start. But when I kept the plan going, and that's what I was doing. Oh, no, like tomorrow we're going to do this. And then he started reacting with, okay, we don't have to do that tomorrow, though. That's where shit went downhill. Because I'm like, oh, okay, if we don't do it tomorrow, when are we going to do it? Well, if we don't do it, it's fine. No, no, no. Now you're taking away my shit, my shit yeah. that I'm paying here to do. Yeah. And I'm not cool with that. So then I start, I start going back and I'm saying, no, like we need to do this still because I, and then everyone else, they're stuck in the middle. It's awkward. Mm. And then there's this tension because he wanted to go out and just drink. And, and it's like, I'm sorry, like, this isn't how I want to travel. And I don't care if I seem like a certain way, but I came across the world. I flew 30 hours or whatever yeah. to see these things and do these things that I'm not just going to drink and get drunk. Then I could do that at home. Mm. You know? Okay. So this is a, a tactic that I use sometimes. And I know it sounds like no one uses this ever, but I swear to God, it works. Okay. Um, just put, just discuss like your super bucket list things to do. Like your number one thing to do or top three things that you like non-negotiable. We're going to do this because I really want to do this. Right, i.e., uh, his or hers drinking in Japan, or uh, you, let's say, I don't know, going to I don't know, a tea house or some shit. Sorry, that's the most daytime really? thing I can think of. <laughs> that's what you give me. <laughs> you got tea house, you got tea drinking. House. Okay, <laughs> right. Um, let's say for like this trip to Tofino, um, one of them had like would love to go surfing. Uh, my thing is, I really want to see this rainforest that we were in. Um, you know, just a bunch of things, right? So everyone has like their own bucket list. And over the trip, I like I saw that like other people would be like, hey, it's raining tomorrow. Maybe a good time to go to the rainforest. Um, and then it's sunny after that. Maybe it's a good time to go to uh, surfing. And I know this sounds cheesy. And I know this sounds like this is like some world that doesn't exist. But I swear to God, I think if you put your bucket list items, like these are non-negotiables. I want to drink in Japan. I think... You would you would have gone one hundred percent because because that was a part of the plan exactly. I I'm sorry, but I cannot travel so wishy washy. But at the same time, I cannot travel all planned. Mm. There has to be a fine like a middle ground because mm-hmm. if you go in there with no plans, you often will experience. People are going to totally dis not agree with what I'm about to say. You Love won't it. experience as many things. Oh no, but you get to go with the flow and meet random strangers and get to. That's one part of traveling. Yeah. But people like to highlight that on TikTok saying like, that's the best part. I'm sorry, but it's not. Yeah. Like some of these touristy things are touristy because it's amazing in that spot. Mm. New Zealand, it's like one of the world's best spots to go skydiving. Yeah. You're telling me that you're you're going to intentionally not skydive in New Zealand because that's too touristy. Or yeah, seeing I, I a, the outback in, in Australia. Like, come on, you're missing out on these things because you're too. it's too mainstream? Yeah, you know, I, I hate the people that hate on like mainstream shit and a lot of this like random unplanned stuff of traveling also happens during plans. Like you could be taking a right. train somewhere. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you take the bullet train and you meet someone. It's like random shit doesn't happen only when you're relaxed and I think you need a skeleton. You need to go in with a skeleton. That's the word. And then you add the fat. Oh. That's the word, man. Skeleton you, is the word. Yeah. You got a skeleton of the trip the, where you got like the ribs where all the things you're going to do. Yeah. Like okay. I have a, we have a hotel stay here. So yeah. we have to take that 7 a.m. train. We got to get there. We, yeah. you, you have the, the blueprint of where you're going to be in which city. Yeah. That's a necessity, man. You can't just go. Yeah. Um, then in between, you leave the days open. 
but you leave the days open with intention. You don't leave the days open with more of just bullshit. Let's see what happens. Cause this is where you might get caught up and you're, you're leaving it to the, to the, the weather or, or whatever's devices yeah, of, yeah. is something going to happen that day. If it doesn't, you just wasted a full day. Hmm. Why not at least plan one morning activity or one afternoon activity and then leave the rest of the day to do whatever. Because I yeah. do think when you travel, it's important that you also have time away from each other. You have to give each other space, period. Yeah, 100%. Because if you're with each other, like you, you basically went from having this friendship where you guys are great friends in a city where you see each other, then you don't. I'm going to go for lunch. You know, you meet up, whatever. But you're taking that friendship that is so scheduled, not, not actually scheduled, but you have breaks from each other. And you are now going across the world where you're spending every waking hour. Yeah. It's almost like you went from a friendship to a relationship. hundred percent. You're eating the same. You're, uh, and a lot of friendships, by the way, falter in this because it's like a lot of friendships um, are all about like looking backwards, uh, like looking past. Like, oh, remember when we did that? Remember when we did that? Yes, yeah, and nostalgia. That? And if you're not a type of friendship that can create more memories together now, like create more good times now then it just won't work out for let's say traveling right because if if you're just a catch-up type relationship mm -hmm. if you're just a catch-up type friendship right and you can't like hang out and actually enjoy life together and like uh go on adventures together you're, you're just gonna you're gonna get too bored too fast and you're yeah. not gonna be with each other like it's the same thing as like roommates because or whatever. the whole catch-up persona is a front yeah and fronts can only stay on for like literally 15 hours a day that's it. It, it, it they don't last a full day yeah so you go on this trip and eventually that front of oh my god you're the best you're so fun to be around will drop and it'll be like oh my god okay i'm tired yeah oh i don't want to laugh anymore so you have to expect that you got to be human, man. And we were just talking about this before recording this, this hot and cold persona mm -hmm. in general, amongst people in general, you can't be super hot and then go super cold and expect everybody around you to mesh and blend with that. Okay. Yeah. Right. Especially when you travel, if you're traveling and, and you go in with the intention of, or, or the, the idea of, Hey, I'm going to bring a Mark cause he's so funny. So, and I I'm selling you as the front that you are to everyone else. Mm. And then you come now, not only is there pressure on you to be this, I want to try all this new food. I want to like, entertain. Yeah. But I hate food. But, oh, but now it's like, you have to <laughs> keep this persona going for two weeks. Yeah. It's like, you can't do that. And most people can't do that. No, it's actually the worst. And yeah, you got to have like that. The relationship just has to be like that partners in crime, us versus the world type of mentality. Uh, I think to travel really well together. Uh, let, me, how, let, me, let me think about that. Yeah, like we got to be on the same team, and that's you know, one hundred percent. That's yeah. that's the word. We got to be on the same team. We just we got to be on the same team. I agree. You know, but, but, but what if happens, shit goes down, like we're on the same team. But where, where it goes wrong is who's the team captain, right? Like this is where shit starts to sink. Different in. different captains for different things, you know, like yeah. yeah. No, I'm not saying with if us. We're going to a tea house. You're the captain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying with us. I mean, in yeah, general, yeah. people be like, you know, like we're in the same team, but why aren't you letting me do this? It's like, oh man. It, I find travel, honestly, God, I don't know if I'm a fan. I'm not a fan of traveling with friends. <laughs> really not. I, I'm trying to be, but like, yeah. and, I, and I get it now, like as I'm older from when I went, because I went to Japan when I was, man, I must have been 18 or 19. Mm. So this was 10 years ago. So to be emotionally mature, man. There's, there's a lot of growth, and yeah. especially with communication, one of them. But I think I could probably handle it now if they can handle it too. Mm. But like, I've never learned so much in my 20s yeah. that... You are not, if you're in your 20s, you're categorizing the thing as way too big. And we're going off on a little rabbit yeah, hole yeah. here. No, For an example, when I was 20, if you if we had an argument, though, I would have handled it and, and maneuvered it way different than I do now. If we have an argument. Worse, I'm guessing. Way worse. Way more immature. And that'll go all the way to mid-20s. Seriously. Mm -hmm. when, when you're in your late 20s, and this is not a, a gatekeeping of you're not old enough to understand type yeah, shit. Yeah. But when you're in your late 20s and you're going to go, hopefully you've had enough experience with friends, with relationships that have shaped you into a way that you can handle them much better. Yeah. Because if you if I were to be in a room and, and like I could tell you just based off of the way they respond or react or what they really care about, uh, if they're early 20s or late 20s, for sure. Mm. Like guaranteed. And what are those things? Uh, usually it'll be 
more about things that they've accomplished, things that, that they're doing, why they have earned their keep to be in that room with everybody uh, else. Okay. That's very much early 20s to mid 20s. Look what I've done. Look at me. Look at me. You're like, versus being I'm, I'm, I'm big enough. I'm old enough. I'm cool enough to hang here. Yeah. Sort of fighting for a spot. Yeah. But, but not so like uh, upfront about it. Sure. Later 20s would be more so. Oh, cool. Like sort of maybe listening a bit better. Mm. Oh, I understand. You could still be proud of what you've done. But I feel like if that room didn't want you there, you should sort of have this mentality of, well, I don't want to be in that room anyways then. Yeah. Because it's not for me. Whereas in your early 20s, it's like, no, no, no. Why don't they want me? I got to be there. You know what I mean? It's true. Um, going back to this team captain thing. Mm -hmm. I think the bucket list approach that I've, I've, I've given here works because I'm not a... Uh, I don't want to say this word. Kind of like a, so a sociopath. You know, sometimes I pick up on little social cues, okay? And during the bucket list things, right, I felt like if if I'm not I'm not the surfing guy, you know? I was in Saudi, right. you know? And so my friend Corey would kind of take the lead on, well, how does rentals work and how how is this going to work and this and this and that, mm -hmm. right? If it's like more airplanes and driving and shit, I see like I'm I'm the team captain of... Of the group. So I feel like when you have the things that you want to do, you should be the team captain in that situation. Of course. You know? You can't... Well, that's like pitch setting somebody up for like a pitch and then just like not going with it. <laughs> yeah. like you can't just be like, hey, this is what, this is what I want to do, but you guys figure it out. Yeah. So I feel like to your thing of like where uh, friends falter in trips, it's usually like who's the team captain. I think if you just... If you have it a little more dynamic, a little more fluid of... You know, so who's you're saying take the lead on this, on that? People have roles. People have roles. You know? Just, I, you know what it is, man? It's just about honoring it. it. It's The problem is, with traveling, you could be so agreed on before you leave. Yeah. Because I was with my buddy. We were yeah. we got together. We had everything. Oh, this would be so fun. We're really looking forward to it. But when we got over there, shit changed. Okay, but, but don't you think this whole, like, not honoring it thing? Let's say I, I don't honor my... You know, I say, oh, okay, yeah, we're going to do this for you there, and we're going to do that for you there. Uh, and then the trip happens, and I don't. You're not going to travel with me, right? So, and it's all good to lose. I think it's all good to lose friends over traveling. Like, shitty that happened, but it, it, it happened. You're you know saying it, I mean? like, it was bound to happen? It was either bound to happen or it's... They say don't travel with friends, and they say it for a reason. No, but there's so many times when traveling with friends works out. And you should keep continuing traveling with those friends. No, there, there's who times honor your shit. There's times where traveling work with friends works out if it's a local weekend trip. No problem. Yeah. If we're talking about a week or so, my phone. That's yours. Uh, no, I'm not gonna answer that. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. It, well, it's coming from New York. New York. Um, like if, if we're going camping. Yeah, yeah, we can make that work. Three days because it's like you know I can only I have to deal with this bullshit for three days. And no plans, home. right? Yeah. And it's like like you make a marshmallow or some shit. <laughs> but backpacking across the world where reservations are in place, you need to look out for each other's safety, especially if you're going to bars, mm. right? Um, meeting people like there are times. Here's here's a perfect example where it would probably go south with me. Mm. There are times where I want to be very social, and I want to like party and I want to meet people and whatever. And then there's times where I'm like, I don't really want to do any of that. Yeah. And that's normal because everybody has that. The issue is when you're with a group, you sort of have to go with the flow. Or if the group is mature enough, they could just be like, hey, we're just going to give Dan some space, man. This guy doesn't want to go out. And I know I've been part of the groups. I've been the man to go to the person and be like, yo, you're a bitch for not coming out. You know what? You're a bitch. Right? Do you but, think that helps? No, it doesn't. It doesn't help, right? Of course not. It doesn't help. But then you get mature enough. Now, you know, if I were to do a two week trip with you, let's say, um, you know, I'd be like, yeah, you know what, the the man needs some space at the hotel by himself, in his left hand. You know, just, <laughs> the guy, the guy just needs his his time, you know, for for whatever reasons, right? It just, I think th that comes with maturity. Of, I know when I was younger, I would always be like. Man, you know, you guys are bitches for not coming out, right? And then after that, it's like... But that's what I mean. It, it made so much sense. It made the trip so much better that you stayed there. But that's what I've learned. And I went out with escorts and sniffed it, it, cocaine. And wow. <laughs> that took a wacky-ass turn. <laughs> Got you. Um, that's what I mean. Like, in your early 20s, it's all about appearance, 
my value, my worth to this group, mm-hmm. and my worth to everything else, right? And not being a little bitch. So that's what I mean. So if I go on a trip and somebody starts calling me a little bitch because I don't want to go out, yeah. instantly I'm like, all right, I could see where this is not going to work. <laughs> yeah. Because that is not helpful. It's a nice yellow flag. That doesn't make, that doesn't make you alpha yeah. to any capacity by belittling somebody else because they don't want to go out. Yeah. You know? So the second that would happen, if you did that to me on a trip, I'd be like, fuck this guy. I'm going to sh- shit on his pillow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and then, uh, then I'm going to like try to figure out how we're going to make this work moving forward. Because what happens, here's another thing. When you go on a trip, people, this, this internal traveler of alpha, I'm fearless comes out because yeah, they want to yeah. show off to all these new people and they disregard everybody that they came there with. Yeah. And it's like, hold on, buddy. After tonight, you're back with us. Mm. So... Don't be treating us like shit so you can look cool in front of this whole group. Yeah. No, the the alpha mentality, ugh, that is... And, and, and by, the, by the time the trip is over, people know that shit is fake, that that person is not really alpha, and all that kind of just, like, dissipates. I'm going to ask you a question, you know, and you can take your time yeah. to think about it. Yeah. What's the worst thing that can happen on a trip with friends? Because it happened to me um, just well, this weekend I, i'd say maybe the worst thing that could happen is you guys it happened to me i'd say you guys disagree to such a capacity that um you can't enjoy anything mm. at that point there, there's this now there's this resentment where if i have a joke that's funny they'll try to not laugh because now we're so yeah. against each other it's that's like what happened resentment i love that shit <laughs> like like i was best friends with this guy in high school yeah and he still he like he, he moved and he lives pretty close to me now yeah and I never see him. And the amount of times I've been like, hey, man, you want to grab a beer? Because it's way beyond me. And years ago, probably five years after the trip, I was at a bar. And he was there. And he was he was drinking. He was drunk. And he apologized so passionately and nice. Like, I'm really sorry for doing that. I was a, I'm such a dick and all this. Mm. So we put it behind us. Mm. But the, it's never the same. Mm. And, like, I don't see the guy. He's so close. We don't go, go for beers. Don't go for drinks. And it's like I've learned to accept it. Okay, I'm going to move on from this friendship. And it sucks that... I feel like a part of it was because we just couldn't travel together. Yeah. And it's also, it sucks that you, uh, you know, you both probably have a certain degree of guilt towards each other of like, um, for, I kind of let yeah, this person down. For me on that trip, I would say in my early 20s was, I was drowning in anxiety, man. Yeah. A confusion. I had no idea what the hell was happening with my mind. Yeah. It was all over the place. Sounds and like a rock song right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. That's what was happening. Yeah. But throw me in the other side of the world where I have no sort of support and I have no buddy that I was open to about it. Right. Like these guys didn't know my anxiety was a thing. Cause same thing at that age, you're a bitch. If you do this, you're a bitch. If you do that, you're a pussy. If you do this. So I buried that through the entire trip. And the thing about anxiety back then was inconsistencies and, and like going with the flow was a very difficult thing to do. Cause that was just more anxiety inducing. And then you toss in a very unfamiliar place where English isn't the first language. It's even worse, right? Yeah. So that was what was happening. And I would often get it at nighttime and I didn't want to drink because it made me even more anxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was already battling with this thing in my mind. So yeah, I do carry a lot of guilt in terms of I should have, but I don't know what I should have done. I honestly, yeah. God, I don't know. I, it's tough to say because my anxiety was so prevalent back then. But what I'm trying to say is that guilt is not, it's not fair. It's not a it's not a fair guilt that you carry, right? Like, you know, like it, or, or you just said it right now. It's like, yeah, you do have. You might feel that guilt towards that person, uh, but it's like it's unfair. Like it's it's you shouldn't have to have that guilt. But but everyone's like journey's a little different, and like especially with mental health, especially when you don't know what's going on. I mean, my first my first panic attack was like eighteen. And we went two years after that. And so my world was already flipped upside down, spinning. I had no idea how to handle it, right? So we go out there and absolutely my anxiety affected who I was on the trip. Yeah. Because I was so not, let's go with the flow. Because I needed, everything around me was switching. Nothing was consistent. There was no stability. And, and, And on top of that, I couldn't even talk to these guys about these irrational fears that are just eating me alive every waking moment. It was a lot to handle. And so when I went home early, it wasn't so much because me and this guy couldn't agree. It was fueled by that. But a lot of it was because I couldn't do it anymore in my anxiety. Near the end of the trip, I was staying at a hotel because I needed my own space to 
get away from anybody. Damn. Right? And, and yeah, I, I think that might be also a turning point for like your travel maturity and all that. Um, so what happened in Tofino? We were surfing. Good old Tofino. Is this a funny or scary story? It's a tragic story. It's uh, <laughs> it's, it's not right. scary, but it's a uh, like yeah. inspiring. <laughs> sure, we'll take inspiring. Well, this is kind of tragic music. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, surfing, and you know, I put my phone in my car because I'm like, I'm not gonna bring that surfing. Okay, so two girls, they brought their phones, and we're taking pictures. They're taking pictures with the phone. Then they wanted a selfie of all three of us, and obviously, gender norms say that the man has the longest arm and they take the they take the selfie Man, how, where the hell is this going okay i'm trying to s- predict so we're taking the selfie waves are coming this is you know this is like big big boy waves big kahunas <laughs> okay <laughs> and now as i'm taking a video of us a huge wave comes take so Corey's ha- Corey's phone is in my i'm so sorry Corey. Corey's phone is in my hand and it Washes away in the wave oh, in man. the friggin' Pacific Ocean, man. I'm looking. We have an hour left to go in our well, rentals. What was the demeanor at the time? Was she like blaming you, Loki? Right away, she's like, no, 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 no. And it was just like, it was like a pain that like you know you cannot help. Hundred percent, man. A phone is a big loss. And yeah, sure, we are, we're all like good friends, and like three, you know, three of us like right away, like. Me and Corey are looking for the phone. Chris like takes the surfboards back to shore. I cannot find this phone, <sighs> bro. Like I went down, up and down the ocean, like like as like if I'm lawnmower? looking for like a lawnmower. Just like back and like forth. a friggin' search party. Yeah, Corey, you know, God bless her soul. I feel like it's in that situation. It's fair for her to get mad, yeah. right? And she didn't get mad. She. I think it took a one minute, and I know you think the story might get better. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I'm waiting for you to find the phone. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, what you know? She uh, she takes a one minute walk, um, comes back, tells me, "Amari, like we're not gonna find it." I go on lost, like find my iPhone or something. What's he gonna say? Bottom <laughs> of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> no, at that point, I was like, I think it's just easier for me to just put Pre- my head in the ocean and just not breathe. Well, it's easier for you this. to pretend to. F- Find a way to find something you know you're not going to find. Yeah, you know, like who who pulls up find my iPhone while it's under the ocean? <laughs> like, what do you find do? my iPhone? I I go on it offline. Okay, I'm looking literally for 45 minutes. Corey's <laughs> a few white claws in now. You know, um, and this kid like shows up with like a little bucket, and and he's so happy. He's just he's so happy. He's like, Daddy, 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 with this like little sandcastle no. bucket. No. And, and I go to him. I'm like, hey, uh, we're, we're looking for an iPhone. Did you find an iPhone? And like, no, he found shells. Oh, the kid was happy and he oh. found shells. But in my I know in my head, I was like, damn, man, man. you build that story. I was like, Shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. That literally the only thing good that can come out of that. Anyways. So let me stop you there. The maturity in this situation is that yeah. your friend took a one minute walk. Yeah, that's pretty mature. Man. Oh, that's emotional strength. Yeah. Because a lot of people, they don't, they they explode on others, and they would instantly go, "You should have held that phone tighter. You should have done this. You lost a phone. You got to buy me a new one." Or, or blame themselves or whatever. Or yeah. blame themselves. I mean, yeah. most of the time it's others, and then they go for a walk for one minute. Like the fact she could decompress in one minute, man. Yeah. So she goes. Um, uh, and by the way, this whole time I'm like, uh, Corey, like you know, the guilt was high, all time peak high. I was like, uh, as, as, as soon as uh, I was like flustered, I was like. And any, any friends listening probably know this plus. Uh, as, as, as soon as I'll, uh, you know, uh, we get to Vancouver, I'll, 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 buy, I'll buy you an iPhone. And I'm just like, like 100 miles a minute in my head of guilt. Yeah. Um, and then we go home and like uh, a few hours later, turns out that her iCloud like sync, like didn't sync up. So it didn't back up a lot of things. So like a lot of like. Oh, I knew that'd be a thing. Yeah. So all her pictures from the yeah. weekend. Gone. Yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, she was like, Amar, like, I'm not going to get you to pay for my phone. I was, you know, where's my accountability for bringing my phone? I was like, look, Corey, the accountability is these pictures. I'm sorry, they're gone. Um, but the accountability on me is I'm going to buy you a new phone. Um, she she also lost, like, all her work stuff because that's also on her iCloud. Mm-hmm. Um, like, work that she's done. She's like a, 
she's an entrepreneur. Like she does her own business. Like all her work she is on, her, on phone. her phone. Like yeah, she's she's been taking notes on her like notes app. Yeah, but notes notes goes in your iCloud. Yeah, but that didn't sync up since like on the weekend she was still working. Oh man, wait. So she so what, I thought, did like, she have yo, any groundbreaking ideas in between then? Yeah, like she had like a call. Like she was on a, like a a consulting call and all that. Anyways, four hours later, ten p.m. on her laptop, your iPhone has been found. Whoa, whoa! What are you talking about, man? This, your this iPhone all- has been found, and at that moment, first of all, Corey, this whole last four hours, she's actually been like laughing and chilling and hanging out. In my head, I'm in my own guilt, man. I'm just man, like, this is a wild story. Yeah, it really was. It was a wild time, man. So I like for me. That trip, until I buy her a new iPhone, like is is a write off for me. Like it's like it's not fun. Like I'm not right. You, you know feel I mean? bad. I feel so bad. Okay, so get to the I, phone. She she could be happy, whatever. Yeah. So it says your iPhone has been found. We call her iPhone, and uh, <laughs> a white a white man picks up. Man, you gotta love. He picks up. Hello, uh, this is Adam from Cochrane, Calgary. I uh, just uh, was walking down the beach and uh, found your phone. Right, and wow. I was like, I was so happy. I, I think I like picked both of them up, and it was like Here, here's it was such a celebration. It was the happiest moment of the week. But made for a nice memory. You'll remember the trip. Amazing memory. But a little so four-hour experience. The phones. I know iPhones. With the, the ocean wouldn't ruin it. Yeah. Not at first, at least. Yeah. So you took a fo- you took a photo. Wave sweeps it away. The phone is still very much okay. Yeah. You just got to now locate it. Now, if the waves are that big, you know it's going ashore. Yeah. Okay. So, the reason I say this is I was at my parents on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Put my bathing suit on. Mm-hmm. I like go on my phone really quick. Jump in the pool. Yeah. I'm in the pool for like 15 minutes talking to my dad. My shorts are fully submerged in water. I've been there like the whole time. Yeah. I then feel my pocket. My phone is in my pocket. Mm. It's been submerged in pool water for 15 to 20 minutes straight. Yeah. And I'm like, I pull it. I'm like, oh my God, my phone. I still have my phone here. I shot like a YouTube video on it yesterday. It's completely fine. Phones nowadays can do it. Apparently they undersell how waterproof it is. Like they say it's like two meters for one hour. Yeah. But it's like people have gone out like, you know, two meters for like a day or two. It's totally fine. So we get to, uh, we get to the guy. He's like on the other side of the island. We get to him and like he gives us a thing. We only had like a couple white cloths to give him. Like we didn't have much to give him and he didn't want anything. But anyways, um, and we look at the video. Turns out I didn't like hit stop record on the video. So there's like a one hour, 30 minute <laughs> under the water, <laughs> under the water video. Did it land like, facing up? No, I wish it was like 50, 50 chance, but it, it landed because I wanted it to land face up so you can see like, like you, my like, legs. <laughs> you crying underwater. <laughs> Like, where's that phone? Where's that phone? I got to find it. <laughs> but there is a video of like the wave taking the phone away. Like we're having, we're all having so much fun. And yeah. then within like half a second, it just gone. Just no, no, no. no, no was there no, a, like, a last minute like face of just like, <gasps> I'm pretty sure there was. Oh, it was man. just a wave. It was just a wave. And you got to like, like a- screen cap that last reaction before <laughs> you know you lost the phone. It was like a TikTok transition. It was just like a wave hit. And then it was just black screen. I was like, no. But what a great time. What a great time. And uh, shout outs to uh, friends with the mature. <laughs> that was so mature. That was wild. And it was, Damn, you know, it was a test of friendship, but here we are. So one last question as a guy to a guy that traveled with two girls. Yes. But by the way, who both have boyfriends. Oh, man. You keep adding this friggin' story. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I got to finish this up for y'all. Okay. If, if my girl is going on a trip. Yeah. With another dude? Yeah. It has nothing to do with me being insecure or not trusting. Not at all. Uh, listen, I did a video years ago on long-distance relationships. Yeah. And some of the things even professionals say is do not put yourself in situations that would put the trust into question. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 the bullshit reaction of do not trust me, that, that's not fair at that point. Yeah. So they say if you're in a long-distance relationship... Your partner who or whatever, you guys should not be going out to parties with other people and posting it because it creates um, potential for a story or an idea to f- pop into the other person's head, even though it may not be factual. Yeah, it's a very valid insecurity. Right. Like, it's it's very valid. Like, someone sees a, someone partying, 
if, if, if and then I you just knew, think what, what happens if they get drunk and you know, exactly my girlfriend's going on a trip with another guy yeah. first off fuck no like <laughs> and that's not a, that's not a trust thing that's fair that's more of a there's just appropriate and inappropriate things to do yeah. when you're in a relationship yeah now I want to hear <laughs> I got you how you okayed this I got you how I I'm okay I honest to God oh where do I I honest to God don't even know where to start but um Okay, so first of all, let me say this. This is going to be inspiring for all men out there. So, <laughs> I really think part of the big part of maintaining friendships, part of all this is building trust. And I feel like time and time again, with these boyfriends of my friends that are girls, right, right, I've been out there at, like at every at bat, and I've given them such good reason to trust in my intentions because my intentions i ain't gonna do shit i really I, like I, no, I know it sounds like bullshit and, and i look 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 i i know it sounds like it there was one time my friend was like uh her boyfriend called her he's like yeah i'm gonna go out with this girl who happened to be his ex right oh she's my like god what hold is, on hold on hold on what, hold on, hold on, man, hold on. you're, you're hold friends on. with a bunch of like polygamists no man, no, man. just listen that's right? not okay just listen <laughs> So my friend, who's a girl, she's like, hell no. Are you stupid? Right? Like, Amen. Like, there's no chance you're going to do this. She's like, what do you mean you're going to go out with a girl? Like, you can't go out with any girl, period. And now you're going to tell me she's also your ex? No, no, no. This is a no. And then. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. While I'm hanging out with her, I just, I, I honestly got it. I, I think I have like a, I have this like, you know, he's just a friggin' friend. Like it. I'm telling you, I, I've told you this a million times. I like, I'm, 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 I like to be friends with, with girl, like with guys and girls. Like, I, there's no, Man, you're not going anywhere with this. Tell there's me. no ulterior motive. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so the girl, like the guy's boy, uh, the girl's boyfriend was like, but you're with Amar right now. She's like, yeah, with Amar. And he's like, what? <laughs> so do you not like? Do you not see the double standard? <laughs> yeah, she's like, but it's Amar. And it's, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, hold on. And I'm hold on, sorry, y'all. But but I've been out there doing work. No, that's not doing to, work, man. Oh, no, what you, it is no, doing work. What you're saying is you've solidified the friend zone. 100%. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. I. Is it, though? You want to be friend zoned by every person you ever meet? No. It's no. not friend zone. There's no friend zone in it. It's it's friends. I, I don't know what to tell you. Like It's I, friend zoned. Am I in the friend zone with you? It's different though. It's different. So exactly. So it's different no, 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 for me. That's no, no, what I'm saying. No. What I'm saying is it's different for guy to guy than guy to girl. Why is that? Just because of the natural instinct of a guy wants to be with a girl. Okay. What if I was gay? Would, would, would I still be no. friends with you? No, because it's not both ways. So if you have a, a guy and a girl, both straight. Yeah. Natural instinct or, or it's just guy goes to girl, girl goes to guy. Yeah. That's where the discomfort and a lot of trust issues happen. I know, guys, but we're like okay. we're not Neanderthals. You know what I mean? Like we can like there's like friggin' <laughs> there's I know there's natural instinct. There's also like ways to be like, nah, she's a friend. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to sleep one with her. You million, know what I mean? Man. One in a million. We out here. And, and I don't say that because most people are creepy. I just say that because most situations, even when you go out there, are are meant to push two people together. I totally agree. So you guys are surfing in Tofino. You just called it the Hawaii of Canada. It's natural and you're drinking. Yeah. It's not so much about being Neanderthals other than these are instincts that are in humans so prevalent today. You know, marriages can't even last because this shit happens. Yeah. And so I, I totally agree with you, but there does, <laughs> there does seem to be a, maybe a one in a thousand and one in a hundred, uh, whatever, uh, one in a million, as you say, of people that like, like I'm cool. Just being- I, I, I can honestly say I've never heard of a situation like this where, where they go on a trip with another guy, two girls go on a trip with a guy, mm-hmm. both with boyfriends, and the reasoning for that to be okay is because it's Omar. Like mm-hmm. uh, the and w- the work you're saying you put in is just that you've never crossed a line of flirtatiousness. Because how else do you do it? Yeah, yeah. So I've never crossed that line, but I've also um, always kind of like given like the boyfriend, I guess, good reason to to trust in in that I won't do anything. Like it's not that I don't cross the line. It's like I think you have to be aware of like the guy's um, 
like mentality going in into it. Like you have to kind of like, and it's not like a trip happened out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like this is like a five year, six year friendships. Here's the next problem though. Yeah. Is most guys look at other guys as, uh, if, if they were in your situation, they'd just, nowadays they would call you a simp. Yeah. Because they're like, this guy is going on. What? Yeah. No, I said, let's get it. Oh, like this guy's going on a trip with two girls. Yeah. Um, and, He's going to be very chivalrous the whole time, not put on any moves, but that is his move. To be the comforting friend that when they actually need it, he will then pounce. Ah, uh, sure. You know what I mean? No, I, t- I totally get that. Um, again, I've... the <laughs> Let the record show that <laughs> that hasn't happened. That has never, like... I've, I've never been like, oh, uh, I don't know. No, I know. I'm thinking you're, of a name. you're good at it. Right? I think it's, it's, I've never been like, oh, you know, uh, maybe you should leave him. And, uh, you know, if he's giving you so much problems, like, leave him. And it's exactly think, what I mean. Like, you, you, that, you, that's you, some you, simp shit. You implant a bug in their head in vulnerable moments of really, like, for an example, he calls and says he wants to go on a hangout with his ex. Yeah. I don't know what guy has the balls to ever do that. Hilarious. <laughs> that's wild. He's, that a, I, he's an ex now, but. <laughs> I would. Oh, he is. Yeah, if not, if not any girl that I've mentioned. Oh, because I was gonna say like I would never make a call like that. Okay, so <laughs> so he's got the balls to do that. Yeah. Um. Because in his eyes, they're also just friends. No, but there's a history. Yeah, yeah, there is a history. I, mean, I, I, yeah. I hate when people try to gloss over the fact that <laughs> if you're friends, you're friends. Yes, but you have to factor in a lot of elements of straight guy, straight girl. Naturally, this could happen. Yeah. Okay, it doesn't happen. Factor there, that fine. in. I, that, that's what I'm saying. I, I, then, I agree with you. The, Factor then, all that in. And then emotions come in. Okay? Yes. And then you look at history. Yes. Has this person been intimate with this person? Yes. Well, I'm sorry, but you can never go back. People are going to hate this, but everyone that no I... was going to hate what you're saying. Though. <laughs> I, I think everyone I've ever met yeah. that is super close with an ex still yeah. has some sort of uh, attachment or self-worth issue. And so that's why they keep these people that once loved them close, because I guess there's a fear of have this inability to find someone that will love them equally the same, mm. or they, they like the nostalgia, or they were there through this. They've got this inability to move on or move past somebody that was once in their life, but yeah. now it's time to move past that. Yes. You don't just collect, you know, these things. Every so often you go through your house and you purge your house. Yeah. You know, you get rid of a bunch of stuff because if you didn't, you'd have so much stuff that you can't actually live your life to the best, fullest potential. Yeah. The same thing applies with relationships. If you maintain and you keep every single relationship you've ever made in your entire life, eventually it's going to bog you down where you can't actually do things that would make you your full potential. 100%. Yeah. Look, look, I I totally agree with you on all these factors. I think these are all great factors. It's something I've always wondered, man. I've always wondered (laughs) because I see things in like you've been in... Uh, a wedding party on the guy's on the side. girl's side. Yeah, yeah. On the a girl's side. <laughs> you were a bridesman. <laughs> yeah. I see you at like like going on a trip with two, two chicks and I'm like, wow. Yeah. Now I, I think this okay. So you can put all the factors in, right? As long as you also put the factor in that, you know, we are just friends and there is a lot of trust in between everyone involved that that it's not only that I won't do stupid shit with it. Like I, I won't do something with your girlfriend, let's say right. it's, it's actually your best interest, right. To, to have me there because I'm actually <laughs> going to look out. I'm going to look out for you and you're wrong. Wrong. No, 100% wrong. not. Listen, and I'll, hey, tell hey, hey, I'll tell you where it's wrong. Hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on. I'll tell you where it's wrong. 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 It's wrong because I think if you come at it from a, Oh, he's in the friend zone approach. Or he's a simp approach, let's say. I know that might not be what you're thinking about, whatever. If you come at it from there, then you'll see, okay, then if Amar gets a chance, he'll he, he'll he'll go for it, you know? But that's coming from a friend zone and simp approach, which is not yeah, the no, approach no, no. I'm coming okay. from, which is my approach. My approach is I am just I get a it. friend with them. You're, if missing, I were to, you're missing it. If you're I were to sleep it. in the same hotel with you, I'm no. not going to come up at 4 a.m. and like make a move on you. You're missing Even it. though your girlfriend you're missing might, might think that. You're factoring in solely only your intention and your end goal. Solely that. No. The problem is the world doesn't work like that. No. Yes. I factor everyone. No. So every dude, I yeah. will never be happy that my girl is on a trip with another dude so he can protect her. That is the most bullshit thing that is going to end up in some sort of connection. Fair enough. 
Oh, I'm that, glad I'm glad he's there to look point, after you because I couldn't do it. That's a weak point. Fair enough. That's fair. However, the, the record shows and the trust shows that it, it's always been like you know what I mean. Like, look, look, man, you've been able to do it. All I'm saying is that the 99% of people, there's going to be way too much jealousy or trust issues surrounding them yeah. that that trip would never happen. Um, Let me give you an example. Nine times out of ten. Let me give you an example. One time we were all getting ready to go out. Right, we're in a different city. We're all getting ready to go out. It was me and my friend who's a girl and five of her friends, all girls as well. Jesus, okay? man. All in my car. We go. One person who uh, took a little cocktail of drugs and this and that and alcohol. By the time she showed up to to the car, yeah. Uh, sorry, to to the bar. I opened the door. Chivalry. Uh, I open the door. Yeah. She falls flat face face on the pavement. She was so like gone. Okay. Okay. They all go to the bar. Right. I, and this is a good thing of having me there. I put her in the car and took her back to her house and got her to sleep. And apparently she was like totally at the mouth and all that. Totally separate now. Because okay. that totally is something. Uh, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that is something a normal, good human being should do. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 man. no, 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 no. no. You're, 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 what you're trying to do is put two together. <laughs> no, normal yes. human beings. No, no, no. Normal human beings take care of each other yes. in a time of health concern like that. Because we're not Neanderthals, and, and also because you're not going to take advantage of somebody if they're they're under the influence to, like, like that. That's so, what. Yeah. So, so that's fine. Yeah. We're talking about you on a trip with a girl who has a boyfriend, that. Why would this boyfriend uh, be cool with that? I still haven't heard an answer. Yeah, so I'm telling you, in that situation, right? Is it not good to have had a if it sober? Been, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm. That girl should have some self control. She should 100. percent Right. So, so boyfriend or not, I would never date somebody that I'm so concerned about that I'm like, I hope another good guy is around to keep her alive. No, you're totally right. Okay, I, I can see how it's taken that way, and my bad on that for sure. But all I'm saying is, like... It's great, man. You seem to have a reputation where you can do this and it's okay. But all I'm trying to say is that is an anomaly. And it's great. But the world doesn't function like that normally. Whether or not it should is totally up to someone's opinion. Yeah, yeah. But, by, by, sorry, by the way. I'm not giving my the credit to myself here. I, I really am not. Because I'm telling you, everyone involved in, in all this, right? Uh, my friend who I'm a bridesman for, right? I give just as much credit to uh, to myself to her and to her it's self-control and, and, and to her husband yeah to to all like now let me ask you this, like, this is this. maturity okay. on all levels for from everyone let's say you were six four yes sir you had an eight pack yes sir jacked as hell yeah right the epitome of what society will profile you as a very good looking person yeah would the boyfriend still be okay with it i i honest to god i really do think so yeah. I, I, I hope to think so. No, but but, but that, now what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to push it a little bit more on the girl Sexual now. Sexual side, yeah. To, to maybe react. Yeah. Because there's always, there's already this thing where guys are the ones that are going to be the creeps, they're going to be the doing this. Let's change, let's flip it, okay? Yeah. So now you're this very attractive dude. You still have no intention, whatever. But now the guy, like, the problem is I could hear people listening to this and always trying to throw at you're insecure or you have trust issues. But what I'm trying to challenge is, is that you cannot throw that card at a situation like this and say, do you have trust issues? Do you not trust that I like? No, no, no. But again, this is why I've agreed with you twice here of like, I actually think you are in the normal cat. Like you are in, you're saying what the majority would think. All I'm trying to do is figure out how this functions in a way that everybody, like I'm, I'm so convinced that somebody here is not cool with that trip. <laughs> Seriously, man. There's there, got to be someone. There's got, somewhere down the line, somebody, maybe the boyfriend's talking like, yo, this freaking Amara guy is with our girls and he's taking them surfing. Why weren't they there? I guess that's the question. No, they took me surfing. What the F- okay. Anyways. So why, why weren't they there? Why weren't the boyfriends there? I think they're just like working or something. So the girls didn't want to wait for their boyfriends to go on a trip? No, man. It's just like a friend's trip, man. That's a thing. That's <laughs> that's exactly what I'm trying to say. It's like, it's just a friend's thing. You know what I mean? Um, uh, yeah. So let's say if I was a six foot four, uh, blonde highlights, backstreet boy looking like, but <laughs> more straight looking, right? I, honest to God, don't think 
much would don't change. Say. Oh my God, ah, man. No. He's like, don't say it. Don't. No, hold on, hold on. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Personally, in my personal experience, is my personal experience, right? Right. This whole friends with girls thing happens from, I like to think, one thing that I have, which is this whole, I want to be a virgin till marriage, right? And because of that... Okay, okay. So now you're introducing a new thing. That makes that's sense. That's not a new thing. That's a me thing. You no, know? no, but that's a new thing to this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a good, that's a good thing okay, to this so conversation. 100%. Now, right. You've left out a, a big fucking thing. Yeah, You've yeah. now said you've removed any sort of threat of sexual Sexuality. contact. Yes. Because you're, you know, the girls know, and the guy know. Whether if I was six foot four or five foot ten. Right. It's so now you've changed it. If my girl wanted to go on a trip with an, one of her friends and maybe a guy who is very set on remaining a virgin till marriage, yes, I would feel more okay with that. Amazing. More. Not one-on-one. So that's, that's the key for you. Man, that's a big key. You left out till a fucking hour in. <laughs> well, no, that, everyone has a different key, you know? Well, I don't know. Well, that, no, but that, Some people have a, when my girl's drunk. No, but that, that, that's a key. <laughs> that's a good key. No that, said. That, okay, okay. So, so this whole thing, okay. So from my own personal experience. Right. Right. This whole thing of being friends with girls probably came out of me wanting to be a virgin, a virgin till till marriage, right? And because of that, I've gone into many situations where I'm talking with someone, I'm talking with a girl, and my intentions are not how do I get you to sleep with me tonight or three dates from now, right? As I think, and do you tell them most of the times. I think, uh, and yeah. what happens? You tell them you're a virgin. What happens? Same same reaction that if I were to tell you if I'm a virgin. No, no, no. You'd be like, different. oh my god, how the, how the fuck is that? No, 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 it's different. Because I, as as a girl, I, I mean, I'm not a girl, but if I was a girl, yeah, you'd be like, and what? I'm you're six foot four. How? No, 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 and I'm talking to you, yeah, and I'm trying to make something happen here. It's fine. Like I'm not saying it's bad, but like I could see maybe that being a a, a deterrent. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a deterrent in many times, and it's. Uh, so do you witness that? I, like I when think you, it's a good thing in, in other times. When you say that, do you witness a pullback? Or do you witness, or are they just like... Mm, uh, probably 20% of the time I'll witness a pullback. 80% oh, wow. of the time I witness a... Oh my God, that's so interesting. Like, like it's like a point of interest. So it's like ah, there's more talking that happens okay. after that. Interesting. Um, but yeah, so because of that, I get to talk to girls yes. as yeah. like they are, yeah. you know? You have a key. Just friends. Right. But do you think that'll change if, well, you said marriage, but, oh, no, it's tough. Oh, yeah. You're saying, do I, does that change if I was, break my virginity? Yeah. And then. hundred, because now you've, yeah, you've and then done just Because so, I think the, the biggest thing is guys, for, for me, if I knew this was this was a thing. Oh, wow. That's such a key, man. This, it, it, just, this is a huge. Everyone it, listening, just like really taking the tone. It's <laughs> changed. You know, but man, it's There's changed. smiling going on. <laughs> the reason, don't you fucking say it. Don't no, you say it. The reason why I say it's changed is yeah. because sex in, in this day and age is such a big thing. It is. Or, or it's always been a thing. Not even this day and age. Yeah. That, that can ruin so much. Yes. It can ruin friendships. It can ruin marriages. It can ruin lives. Yeah. Just by doing the act of having sex with somebody. Yeah. So you have removed... That entire thing that would ruin relationships, that would break trust, and you've gone in as a friend that we can now say he's not willing to do this until he's married, and he's got, I imagine, religion to sort of yeah, back that. So those are two big things that are going to remove any sort of discomfort for a guy yeah. if his girlfriend is on a trip. So that's the key. That, that, that's, that is, yeah, but that's the major key. Yeah. Major key. I've never well, thought DJ I'd ever Khaled. say major key, man. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan Khaled over here. <laughs> like that that's the thing. That's yeah. why you have that that sort of I say skill set. It's not a skill set, but like because you've shown uh, a restraint up until this age that you don't let um a beautiful moment, a beautiful sunset, alcohol, you don't let this stuff fuel you to become somebody that is interested in having sex with someone. Yeah, but also out of that stems a lot of other things, which is like, this is not just sex thing. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, like even if I were to hang out with one of my friends who are girls, I'm like, I'm not going to like try to go for like a makeout or, you know, you know, I, I hug with my hips out, you know, it's like, there's like, there's just friends. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> you hug with your hips out. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. I think it's a, it's a good way for you to know. Uh, 
if you're a friend or I like if you hug with your hips out. You're, are you you're serious? Friend. You actually hug with your hips out? Are you being serious? You joke. Like I'm not putting my like friggin' you know what I mean? Like if you if no, you, I, as if you I, like a girl. When I hug, I don't think I've ever done a hug where I've intentionally shoved my junk into someone. I just think hugs don't naturally do that. Like I'm not gonna arc forward. <laughs> <laughs> Well, moot point on the, on the hugs with the hip out, but I can't, I, I can't wait to witness you hug. To see well, if you're just like are. reaching as if you're like trying to not fall. I'm gonna like hug room. you out today. <laughs> but you see, I'm if I hug you, if you hug me, okay, and you put your hip in, okay, what, what are we doing, Dan? No, but you don't. Put, is this a podcast or is this a, a what is this ulterior motive here? Man, people's bodies are straight up. Nobody's hugging with their inside like pushed forward. Wait, so if you were to hug me. You would hug me with your body straight, straight up, and your body straight up. There's no dick touching. Well, that's that's our only bump. No, because yeah, you, you, your hug, like your chest, is going to be more full, like further out, more further out. And so, where would the hip be? Still straight. No, a little further out, man. No, if your hip, the if way I'm picturing it, the way I'm picturing it is like you know when you go to like a country fair. This is, a, this is called the rabbit hole for a reason. Yeah. You go to a country fair and you see this little <laughs> pen of like puppies. Yeah, and you reach down and over the fence to get a puppy. Yes. So now you're like a 90 degrees. That's how I picture you hug. No, I'm not 90 degrees. I'm like a good like, you know, like, there's like a 10 degree tilt. I picture 45 degrees. Regardless. No, we're not 45. Like maybe a 5, 10 degree, 10 degree. Just that's, so, man, just, so the, just so the the uh, the groin don't touch men or women. Holy shit, man. That's just science, guys. The same this ain't, this ain't, oh, you just a simp, you're just a simp. No, it's like a simp science 201, man. I think you're like the, the simp lord. The fact that you're like some I, professor, you can call, like, you know, don't call me the Lord. Lord is a weird way, you know. Lord like, is like I a, won't, I won't hug a girl unless if our <laughs> if my dick touches her, it's not. Have, yeah, I don't I'm, think I'm, I'm ever. A, I'm professing on the board. I'm like, yes, this is the angle of approach for <laughs> for friends, and this is the angle of approach. Yeah, someone yeah. gonna teach you to hug. I, I, I what I, do you mean? I hug sick. <laughs> no, this is wild to me. I bro, never, if you if you I've hug never me. hugged with a secondary thought of maybe my dick will touch them. I've never thought that. I almost want to end the podcast here so that I can say bye to you and hug you out and reassess this hug. Because if, if, if we're if we're going full straight, you know, it's all good to be like, hey, I actually met 5% in, 10% in. I can see. So also a guy's naturally go one hand, shoulder in. And hip out. No, the, 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 the hip is out. But with a girl, you don't do that. You don't do the one hand. Yeah. I need video of this. <laughs> I need video of this. Of man. hugging or what? Yeah, of hugging. I'm just so curious to see Amar in the wild. Yeah, just uh yeah, I'll take a video. Well, this was a really interesting conversation. I'm glad we had this. Yeah. And I'm glad that, like unfortunately I'm glad it's off your chest. The second half. Well, I was I feel like it was more on your chest than it was. I was off trying to find the, the, the secret there, and the yeah. secret was that. Yeah. You revealed it. Because as a dude, his girl's on a trip with another guy, there's very little there to be comfortable about. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um you tried yeah, especially doing especially Especially sleeping in like this, let's say the same hotel or some shit like this. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Wow, man. Hopefully but, this, uh, we've taught you guys how to <laughs> go on trips with, with women. How to sit successfully. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this is a fun podcast. Uh, you guys can follow us on Instagram at Danocracy. At Amar Originals. And we'll catch you guys in the next one. Love you.